Welcome to the Parkway Live Church Podcast. Thank you for taking time to let God's Word impact you. Always encouraged to know God is touching lives through this ministry. Please visit parkwaylife.com to let us know. You can also hit the giving tab to sow into the ministry that you are experiencing. Now, prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Thanks for being here. I don't know if you've noticed this lately, but there is a lot of pregnant people around Parkway Life Church. There is. I'm not one of them. Okay, uh, but, but there's, a lot of, there's a lot of babies being born right now around Parkway Life Church. A lot of ladies walking around. There, there may, we may even deliver one right here tonight. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it's just happening all the time. But there are a lot of expectant mothers at Parkway Life Church. I don't know if it's because he did a relationship series nine or ten months ago. I don't know if that's the reason uh, that could have been, but, but there are a lot of babies in our church, a lot of expectant mothers. We're growing this church one way or another, people, right here. There's a lot of expectant mothers. Well, I, I've got some big news for you tonight, some big news for you tonight. I want to go ahead and let you know, just on behalf of that, something I've got to share with everybody. I, the news is not out yet, but we're expecting not really. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just picking. We're, we are expecting, but we're not expecting a baby, okay? We're not expecting a baby. Uh, if you thought that meant me and Courtney, then you were totally wrong. What I wanted to tell you is this. Parkway Life Church is expecting, all right? Parkway Life Church is, is in a season of expectation. We, and I want to tell you this tonight. We are expecting. And before you leave tonight, I, I, want, that, I, I want that attitude to just come alive in you. This, this I'm expecting attitude. Because we at Parkway Life Church are expecting. We're expecting God to do big, great big things. Amen? Amen. I want to know. Anybody expecting here tonight? Expecting God to do greater things than he's ever done. Amen. Uh, t- tonight... Uh, I'm expecting God to do something here in this room. I'm expecting God to do something down here in the Echo Center, down there where our students are. Amen? I'm expecting God to do something out there where our kids are. I'm expecting God to do something in the nursery. I'm expecting for somebody to pass by here and just know that God is alive at Parkway Life Church. That's how much I'm expecting. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. Uh, uh, This takes me back to... uh, to a few years ago, uh, me and Courtney had been married for about two years, and, uh, and I came home from work one day, and uh, Courtney had this smile on her face, and I thought it was just because she was married to me. Uh, it was just a joke. <laughs> uh, but, but she had this really big smile, and she had this little white bag in her hand. She had a little white bag in her hand, and, and, and had this little red string. I'll never forget it. Little, little, she loved to take that string and like run those scissors across it and make them little curly things. I mean, they were, uh, it, it looked like a bag with a fro. I mean, it was just, it was just crazy. It was, a, it was this little red bag with, with this little red string on it, or lots of red string. And she said, hey, I've got something for you. And I was like, okay, it's not even Christmas. And can we afford that? That was, that was the question. Uh, well, I, I opened the bag and I got my knife out. I had to cut that. That, that string is like, the, you cannot break that string. You have to get a knife out. You have to cut it off. But I got the string off and, and, and I, I looked in there and I was like, well, that's not my size. I, I looked in the shirt and there was, I looked in the bag and there was this shirt. 
And, uh, and, and I pulled it out and I was like, I'm never going to, I don't care what kind of diet I go in, but it's not going to, I'm not going to fit in this. And then this was the shirt that she showed me. It was a picture. It says this, my daddy is a, a firefighter. And uh, I didn't get it at first. But she said, hey, she said, we're expecting. And I'm telling you what, it, it changed my life. It, it uh, Totally from that moment on, I've been dead broke. And uh, no, but uh, life has just been unbelievable. We, we were, we've, we've had three children. And, uh, but, but I'll never forget that season in our life. But she said, we're expecting. And, and, and as soon as she told me that, there, there was a lot that we had to do. There, there was a lot of things that we had to go do because we weren't prepared for a baby. We just got married. I, bar- I was barely prepared for, for me and her to live in the house. And, and, and she come home with this and she said, hey, there's, we're going to have another, ch- we're going to have a child. And, and uh, I was like, there's a lot to do. So, so we got busy around the house and, and made the office into Kelsey's room. And, and we did all these things. You know why we did these things? Because we were expecting we were expecting. We were expecting a child. And, and nine or ten months later, uh, Kelsey came along and it was a great blessing to, to our life. And let me tell you, ex- expectation is exciting. A- expectation is a, is a great time. It is an exciting time. It, it's, it's, it's waiting for something to happen. It's something that you know is, is coming down the road or, or something that's close by. And, and, and it is something, but, but you're going to have to wait for it. And, and we have that ex- expectation. And, and, and I want to tell you this today. I, I want to tell you, we need to be expecting here at Parkway Life Church. I, I mean, expecting like, hey, what's, what's fixing to happen? E- even outside the doors, even at, at your house, when, when you wake up in the morning, there needs to be a, a, a sense of expectation in, in your own life of, of, God, what are you going to do in my life today? I, I'm expecting you to do something in my life today. And it's that sense of expectation that is exciting because we know something is coming. Something is coming down the road. See, there's something big in this power of expectation when we think about when it comes to God. When we expect expecting on God to do something. There's a big sense in that. There's something big in the power of that. And when God says something, when God tells you something and he promises you something, he, he, when he says his word into your life and, and when he says these things, he always comes through. When you, when you find a promise that God speaks to you, God will always come through in that promise. Think about Peter. Peter's out in the boat. Peter had never done this before, but, but Jesus looks over at Peter and he says, Peter, get out of the boat. Come see me. I'm sure Peter was like, wait, wait, wait. I've never done this. But there was probably a little sense of expectation in Peter. When Jesus said, hey, Peter, because Peter has seen Jesus do some crazy things before. P- Peter has seen Jesus heal the sick and the lame walk and, and all these things that have happened. And, and now Jesus comes walking across the stormy waters, and he looks at Peter and says, Peter, hey, come out here and see me. Now, I'm sure Peter was a little scared, but there was probably a li- if, if I If I was Peter, there'd be like a little bit of expectation going, hey, this is fixing to be really cool. Because what God says, he always comes through with, Right? And when Peter said, and when Jesus said, Peter, step out on the water, I'm sure Peter had a little expectation of, I've never done this before, but this is fixing to be something that they're going to need to write down in a book because a lot of people are going to need to know about this. Think about Noah. 
Think about Noah. When God told Noah, Noah, it's going to rain. Noah's like, I, I have no clue what you just said, God. I, I don't know what you mean, this rain. He said, it's going to rain. It's going to flood. Never rained before. And he said, he said it's going to rain so bad, I'm going to need you to go out and build a boat. And he says, a boat? A what? I'm, I'm sure, though, that there was, there was a sense in, in Noah, like, because he was a man that, that, that loved God and, and, and listened to God and, and knew that whatever God said was going to come through, right? Noah was that kind of guy. And he said, he, God said, hey, it's going to rain and you need to go build a boat. I'm sure Noah was like, okay, well, I'm going to need some help here. But, but, but there was a little sense of expectancy, I'm sure, in Noah. If there wasn't that expectancy, he would have never done it. But he had that sense of expectancy to go and build a boat. You know the story that the rain and the flood came and the boat saved their life. There was a sense of expectancy in an expectant mother one time. In the book of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, when, 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 when the angel appeared to Mary and said, Mary, you are going to be born. You're going to have a baby. And that baby's name is going to be Jesus. Mary, you're going to have a baby without even having sex, Mary. You're going to have a baby. And Mary was like, wait, that's never happened before. That's never happened before. But I'm sure when she thought about it that evening, that those words of the angel that said, Mary, you're going to have a baby. His name is Jesus. He's going to save his people from their sins. I'm sure that there was a, an expectancy in Mary. In fact, you, you read the story where Mary goes to Elizabeth that was had, had at, the ba- at the time had, had, had John inside her, inside her, her belly. And, and Jesus, when he got close to Elizabeth, even John in the womb was so expectant already of this Messiah that he leaps in the womb. And Elizabeth goes, wow, there, there is something about this baby. There's something about Jesus to have this expectancy. I read a quote the other day where this message came from, and the quote said, said, our God has boundless resources. I want to read that again because I don't think it's sunk in. Our God has boundless resources. But then it says this, the only limit is in us. The only limit is our asking or our thinking or our praying is too small. Our expectations are too limited. I want to take the roof off our expectations here at Parkway. I want to take the expectations off the roof of your your home and of your family. I I want those expectations not to be, if if I pray this, is God going to do it? But, But I want it to be, if God said it, it's going to happen. If he gave us a promise, it's going to happen. See, see, this limited expectation happened in the Bible. In Jesus' own hometown. Jesus is doing a lot of miracles, a lot of good things. And, and, and it says that when Jesus had finished telling, tell, with, with all, the, he, all, these, all these parables, he was telling a story. He showed up to the crowd at Nazareth. And then, uh, then he, or I'm sorry, he went back to Nazareth. To his hometown. He had been doing all these things. Telling all these parables. All these stories. All these incredible things were happening. And then Jesus goes back to his hometown. And it says this in Matthew 13. Coming to his hometown. He began teaching the people in their synagogue. And they were amazed. 
Where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers, they asked. And then something changes. They start going, wait, isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't this... Isn't his mother's name Mary and aren't his brothers James, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? Aren't all his sisters with us? I mean, isn't he just a normal thing? Where did this man get all of these things? And they took offense at Jesus. And Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in his own town and his own home. And it says something that I want you to stick in you tonight. And he did not do many miracles there because of their lack of faith or their low expectancy, their low expectations that it just may happen. Something might happen at church today. Something might happen in my finances. Something might happen in my, in my husband or my wife. Something may happen in, in my kids. And, and they, they, they saw him as just Jesus. They, they saw him as, as just Jesus, the carpenter's son. And the guy down the street, the, 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 that's just Jesus, the son of Mary. That's just, that's just Jesus. That's just, that's, just, that's just ordinary Jesus. And I wonder how many times that when we have a need or a situation in our life, we just think, he's just ordinary Jesus. And maybe I hope he's going to do something. They just saw him as, as, as ordinary Jesus, as normal Jesus, as just Jesus. And he, because of their low expectations or their low expectancy or their, 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 their small lack of faith, Jesus did not do many miracles there. He could have. Jesus could have walked. Just think Sodom and Gomorrah. Think, think, of, think, or think when Jesus was here, he, he walks into different cities. And, 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 and maybe they didn't have a lack of faith, but he did multiple miracles there. But there was something happening in Nazareth that they just saw him as ordinary Jesus. They just saw him as just Jesus. Let me tell you what we at Parkway, how we see Jesus. Let me tell you the expectation that, that we need to have. I want to see him as Jesus, the Son of God. All right? I want to see him as the creator that can take nothing and spin the earth into existence, that can take nothing and create everything, that, that needs nothing at all but dirt and can breathe into it and create man. I want to see him as Jesus where nothing is impossible, where he is Jesus. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He is the Lord of Lords, the great I Am. I want to see him as nothing is impossible, Jesus. That's the expectation that God wants us to have of him. Because when we have the expectation of Jesus, when we have his word and we put the expectations along with it, he will always do what God has always promised because he is always able in every situation. Tonight I want to share with you a story of a group of people that were expecting in the Bible. And I want to share you two things that we must do while we're expecting. While we're knowing that God's going to do big things. When God's going to show up and do incredible things. When we're expecting. and What do we need to do? What do we need to do when we're expecting? We need to do these two things. It's in Luke 7. And the first thing is this. If we're expecting great things from Jesus, then first we must walk with Jesus we got to be followers of God. we got to walk with Jesus. And in Luke 7, 11 says, 
says soon afterward. Now, I want to stop there real quick because uh, when I'm reading these kind of things, I always wonder, well, what, what just happened? Okay, like I don't want to leave you. I know you're like, oh, man, what happened before this? Okay, I'm, that's just me, okay? Maybe it's just me, not you, but I want to go back and I want to tell you. See, see, what just happened in the Bible is there's this group of people that have been following Jesus around. The crowd started building. Why? Expectation. He's doing big things. He's doing great things. They're showing up. They've never seen this before. Jesus is doing big things. They had been following Jesus for the last few chapters, and they'd seen all the things that he was doing. He, he looks over, and he heals the leper. That had never happened before. He, he looks over, he heals a paralyzed guy. Wow, that's unbelievable. That's incredible. And then, then he does miracle after miracle. And he had done all these things right in front of all of these people. In fact, the story right before this says that he had just healed a worker of a man that had so much expectation of Jesus. That Jesus said, oh, you, you, you've, you've got a sick worker at your house. I'm, let me come and let me heal him. And the worker said, no, I've got so much expectation in you, God, and you, Jesus Christ. I've got so much expectation in you. You just speak the word from where you're at and he'll be healed. That's the kind of expectation that these people were doing. And, and when he said that, Jesus said this. He said, wow. I haven't seen faith like this in all of Israel. All of Israel. And I wonder if Jesus could say that about Parkway. I wonder if Jesus could say that about us in this room today. Man, I've never seen that much faith in all the world before. That's what I want God to say about me. That's what I want God to say about Parkway. That when his promises are there and God says, hey, here's my, my promises. I will fulfill these promises in your life. Here's your word of God. And our expectation is, yes, he will do what he said he will do. He will always do that. I want him to say, man, that church, that's more faith that, than I've ever seen in all of the world. Luke 7 11, soon afterward, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a large crowd went along with them. Expectation is big. Wow, what's going to happen? What's fixing to go on here? Well, I mean, that, that had to be, it was like, there were, if I would have been there, I would have grabbed the marching band from the school. Let's go. Boom, boom. I mean, it, it, it's like crazy up in here. And, and, and all of a sudden, there's so much expectation. You've you, you got to put yourself in the story. Now, the story may not have gone just like this, but this is my story, and, and I'm sticking to it. But the conversation in, in the story was probably like, Man, I was at Mi Pueblo the other day with Jesus. Because it was, it was, Mi Pueblo is from the Holy Land. Man, I was at Mi Pueblo the other day with all these people. And, and Jesus was at the table. And there was Bob over there. Dude, Bob. You know Bob? Bob the leper? Yeah. Bob the leper was at the table. That's never happened before. And, and, and I was watching over there, and as Bob, as Bob reaches across the table, and he grabs a chip and picks the chip up and dips it in the hot sauce, his finger fell off in the hot sauce. And you know what Jesus did? He picks his finger up. Sticks it right back on, and Bob continues to eat the, all the hot sauce. Now, nobody else had any, but Bob was healed right then, and it was crazy. 
That's probably not how it went, but something similar to that. These people were expecting. That's why they were following God. And I wonder, as followers of God, are we expecting? Are we expecting like the, the crazy? Or are we expecting the unbelief? Are we expecting the impossible every day? These people were following Jesus because they were expecting that he was about to do something every day. You see, we, we will be like that before we take the field in sports. Even in Lumberton. You go to Lumberton. I don't know, even know what their record is right now, but they've been beat a few times. Okay? I remember in high school... I was in the, on the track team because I'm so fast. Not really because I was only the fifth guy that signed up for the 100-yard dash. Nobody else wanted to do it. And I was there. I'm telling you what. I would line up on that, on that, on that line, and I, I looked to the side, and there was a guy from Jasper. I don't know what steroids that boy was taking. He had a mustache and a beard and height in middle school. But, but he was there. But, but when I lined up, little white boy from Lumberton's fixing to, to race the old boy from Jasper. Man, I'm telling you what, I was fixing to eat his lunch right there on that line. And we can do that on the sports fields. We, we can go in thinking, man, I am fixing to win this thing. I, I think we can win this thing. We go in there on the sports field expecting big things. When we go to a movie, we get there 20 minutes early to watch all these previews and pay money for it and get popcorn and spend $100 in there for our kids and snacks and sweets and, and all these things. Why? Because, man, we think this is going to be the best movie ever and we don't want to be late. Not at all. we we got to sit down before this thing even starts, before Paramount, you know, we, we got to get in there. And even about stories that aren't even true. Black Friday. Oh, Lord. People will get there. Well, now, now it's actually, some people miss Thanksgiving meal. But some people get out there in a tent in the freezing cold rain to get the first Tickle Me Elmo doll. Tickle me, Elmo. Let it sink in. No, I'm serious. Tickle me, Elmo. What's he ever done for me? That I got to go get in a tent in the rain, in the cold, to get up there at four in the morning to get Tickle me, Elmo. What about us? What, what about save me, Jesus? What about die on the cross for me, Jesus? If people can get there in a tent the night before in the freezing cold rain to get that Tickle Me Elmo doll, and I know it's for your kids, but I can promise you that person, they don't know where that Tickle Me Elmo doll is today. But they got out there the day before. Why? Expectation to get the first Tickle Me Elmo. 
What about us as followers of Christ? If the sports can get on the field and, and, and everybody in the stands knows they're probably going to lose, but they're, they're getting pumped up and expecting good things like, I'm going to win. How much more should we get fired up about somebody that's already won? How much more should we get excited about somebody that's already saved my soul? How much more should we have an expectation of a guy that can take the broken and put them back together, that can take the sick and make them well? How much more expectation should we have of save me, Jesus? We should come expecting God to do great, big, unbelievable things every day. In fact, the Bible says it this way. We get excited about Peter walking on water. We get excited about Noah in the ark. We get excited that there's going to be a day where Jesus conquers the earth and, and revelations. And, and I know it's some crazy stuff over there. But that's some crazy cool stuff going to happen. And it's going to be unbelievable. But the Bible says this. That Jesus is the same yesterday. He's the same today. And he is the same forever. So what he did yesterday was great. There's going to be a day where he comes back. And we go to heaven and that's going to be great. But I've got great expectations for today not only yesterday not only tomorrow but I got great expectation that God's going to do great big things today amen so we got to walk with Jesus we got to walk with Jesus with expectation there was another crowd in this story Luke 7 and 12 as he approached the town gate a dead person was being carried out the only son of his mother and she was a widow and a large crowd from the town was with her. She was there with this one crowd. See, there was this one crowd. There, there was this crowd following Jesus. High expectancy. There's no telling what's going to happen. There's a high expectancy level in this line following Jesus. And then they were expecting big things. And then there comes this other crowd. Crying depressed, upset, because this was a funeral. Not much expectation in a funeral. Tonight, every day of your life, you're going to either be in one of those lines or you're going to see them in your life. You, you may be in the line with Jesus at work and somebody comes passing along having a bad day. You, 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 or you, you may have, be having a bad day, low expectation, no, no hope, there's a funeral. And you may look over and you see high expectation. Great things happening. But this is what happened in this story. These, these lines were, were fixing to collide. Number two is this. Number one was we must walk with Jesus. Number two is we must listen to the words that Jesus says to us. We got to listen to Jesus. We got to listen. There's a lot of people in the world today listening to the wrong people. Those people watched the debate the other day and really care about that. I'm going to tell you, we have no hope in the government. They're in this line. There's a hope, there's expectation. That nothing is too hard for God. I'm getting off of that subject before I get too far in there. Luke 7 and 13. When the Lord saw her, his heart went out to her. 
And he said these words. This is crazy. Don't cry. Don't cry. I, I even think that the expectation line went, huh? Don't cry. I mean, this is a funeral. I mean, it's what you're supposed to do. I, I mean, people do cry. And Jesus, I mean, you got to think about this. This lady, was a, she was a widow. She'd already lost her husband, and now she lost her only son. And Jesus says, don't cry. What Jesus was saying to her was this. Lady, I know that your situation is a big situation. I know your situation is, is a tough situation. You, you've never been there before. But, but, but i got to tell you, lady, there's, I'm bigger than your situation. I'm bigger than your problem. I'm bigger than this situation go, go, going on. See, see, so many people are in this, this frustration line of life where there's no hope, there's nothing to, to cling to, and then there's this, this line of, of expectation. But this, this frustration line, they, 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 they think, man, this, this problem is so big. And Jesus says, don't cry. What he's saying is, hey, Look up. Look at me. Look up here. He's saying, get your focus off of your situation and, and get it on me. Because this situation is just an earthly situation. It's just an earthly situation. What, what I've got for you is a heavenly situation. It is an eternal situation. And I know it's bad, and I know it's rough, and I know it's hard, but it's just an earthly situation, God says. If you would just look to me, there's something greater and something bigger. Yes, I know it's going to be bad, but, 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 but don't cry. What's he saying to you? What, what's he saying to you? What promises have you found in the word of God lately? What, 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 what's he saying to you? Are we, are we listening? Are we, are we searching out for, for what? God, what are, you, what are you saying to me? Because I find myself a lot of times in life saying everything to God. And not stopping enough to say, God, what do you want to say to me? When I'm saying, God, you know this problem I got today, I need you to fix it. You know this situation, I need you to fix it. And I never take the time to stop and, and listen to what he's saying. And he's saying, hey, I know it's rough. I know it's hard. But pick your head up. I'm here. It's going to be okay. Are we searching the promises of God for us? Because if we do, we're going to find God saying this in every promise. I'm bigger than any situation that you will ever face. I will be there for you. I will carry you. I will do things for you that you never imagined. I'm here for you. And I'm bigger than any situation that you will ever face. I'm stronger than any problem that you'll ever come across. That's what Jesus is saying. When he said those words, don't cry, that's what you see. Don't cry. I, I see Jesus say, hey, get, get up here. I, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be okay. See, some people thought those words were crazy. But there was a crowd behind Jesus that was like, I, I'm expecting this. Watch this. What's going to happen next? And then in Luke 7, 14 and 15, he says, then he went up and touched the coffin. Oh, so much in that. 
I don't have time. He, he, he went up and touched the coffin. They were carrying him on. And the bearer stood still. And he said, young man, I say to you, get up. Young man, get up. The dead man sat up and began to talk. And Jesus gave him back to his mother. Jesus speaks to the dead man. And he came to life. What, what, is it, what, 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 what was seeming impossible for this crowd over here? Jesus says, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. He, he speaks to the dead man and he, he came to life. What do you think happened at this point? I mean, solemn funeral line. Oh, man, you know, oh, you're going to bury, you know. They're, they're, it's a bad day. And all of a sudden, the, the, the guy in the coffin gets up and walks away. All of a sudden, the whole thing became a party. Two lines became one, and now this expectation line doubles in size. And it's like, wow, there's a party going on in here. And, and, and there, there, there's a party. And I want to say something to this. When you're in the expectation line, there's no situation that can come. As long as you're following after Jesus, every day can be a party. Even on your bad days, even in your hard days, when you look up and you can hear the word of God, he can lift you up. And it can be a celebration again. It can be a celebration that day, it can happen. It can be a party. We need to live in celebration of Jesus Christ because this is the problem. This is the deal. No earthly situation is greater than a heavenly situation. No earthly situation can keep me frustrated. Yeah, it can be a sad day and I can cry and all these things. But there, we, we got to pick up and say, okay, we can go again because we got Jesus on our side. I'm expecting Jesus and I'm expecting him to do great, big things. Big things. Big things. Has, has, has there been times in my life... That, that, that things have happened that I wasn't expecting? Yes. There's been times in my life where things have happened that I was not expecting. Yes. Has there been things that happened in my life that have should have lowered my expectations in Jesus Christ? Yes. And there's been situations in your life and there's been situations in, in, in most of our lives here today that, that, that things come to us. Maybe it's a sickness that you've been going through for over a time and you can't find a healing for that at, at this moment. Maybe it's something that happened to a family member. Maybe it's something, I, I don't know what it is in life. But there are going to be situations that come up to us when that line collides with us. You're going to either get knocked off the expectation line and get in the frustration line, or you're going to get knocked off the frustration line and get brought over to the expectation line. The choice is going to be up to you. The choice is going to be up to you. But as for me and my house, as I stand here today, there is no situation in this earthly life that can destroy me from this heavenly life that God has for me. And there's nothing too hard for him. Is there anything that happened? Yes. But has it knocked my expectations? Not one bit. I've seen it knock expectations. I've seen people get knocked off the line. I have. And, and we're no better than they are. We're all human. 
But in life, it's where we need to reach out in the expectation line and say, hey, get your eyes back on, on him. Because he is bigger than any situation that you will ever face in this world. In this earth, there is nothing too hard for my God. I love what Jesus said in John 16, 33. He says, I've told you this so that you may have peace in me. Peace in me here on this earth. You will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. This world is nothing to me, God says. What happens? Situations in this world are nothing to me. And he's saying this. He says, take heart. He says, don't lose heart. He's saying, don't lose expectation. Don't lose the expectation that, that, that God can do anything and God can do the impossible. What, what happens when you're walking with Jesus? What happens when you're listening to Jesus? I will tell you. I will tell you there will be situations that arise in an everyday life. At work, at your home, in your school. There will be situations that come up that look impossible. But with God, all things are possible. There will be situations in your kids come up and you think, oh my goodness. And I've tried everything we can to straighten this situation out. And we go, man, I'm getting frustrated. Oh, I'm getting frustrated. No, it's time to go back over here. Get in the expectation line that my kids will be saved. That my family will be saved. That my husband will be saved. That that, 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 that situation will be... It's that time to get back over here in this expectant expect expectation line and say with God all things are possible for nothing is impossible with God Luke 7 and 16 through 17 they were all filled with awe and praise God and a great prophet has appeared among us they said God has come to help his people and this news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and the surrounding country it says that, that they were all they were all filled with all, both the frustration line and the expectation line. Because when they collided, all of a sudden it became one big celebration of expectancy of, wow, did you see what he did? Did you see what he can do? I want to see what he's going to do next. And they became a party and, and all of them were filled with all. And they praised God. And they joined in this expectation. And I want to ask you tonight. What are you expecting? I, I want the musicians to come. I'm almost done. But I want to ask you tonight, what are you expecting? What, what are you expecting for Parkway Life Church? Let's start there. You see those walls? I'm expecting they're going to be gone one day. I'm expecting the, the, the next door. To, I'm expecting some way that this, this all happens. I'm just expecting that. You know why? Because we're making room. Because I'm expecting more people to be saved and restored and delivered and find fulfillment. I'm expecting to do God to God to do things that, that we've never seen before. Are you expecting those things? Now, now let's take it even more personal. What are you expecting in your home? What are you expecting on the home level? If they'll stay overnight for Tickle Me Elmo, 
because they're expecting a good deal. I'm expecting every person in every home in this room to be saved. I speak over your house. I prophesy over this your house right now. Listen to this pastor, this, 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 this assistant tell you today. Your family will be saved. There's somebody in here right now. Let me tell you, when you come in expectancy, you'll do things that you've never done before. And I'm doing something I've never done before, but I'm expecting God and feeling this in the Holy Ghost right now. But there's some people that have been coming, been coming into sickness and situations in your body. in Jesus' name, you raise your faith. You have expectancy over that situation right now, and you will be healed. In Jesus' name. You've listened, and the doctor said you're going to have to take medication. And you're just going to have to live with this, but I speak in the name of Jesus Christ. Right now, you step in the expectation line. And your healing is coming. Your healing is on its way. Don't lose the expectation for your healing. Don't lose the expectation of your husband being saved. Get in the line that says God can do the impossible. I've got the expectation. I've got that expectation. I've got expectation that my my community will be saved. I've got expectation that, that everyone on my job will be saved. I know it doesn't look good for them. I know it doesn't look like an easy thing, but I've got expectation that somehow God will get through the porn addicts. God will get through the drug addicts. God will get through the alcohol addicts. And somehow He's going to show up and they will collide with the, with the expectation line and they will be saved. Don't lose the expectancy. Don't lose the expectancy of what God can do in your life. Some of you in this room, you expect that God cannot do anything through you. This is not in my notes. I'm speaking on faith right now that God's telling me there's people in this room that you've hid behind it too long, hid behind the mask that, well, God can't do anything I want you to collide tonight with the expectation line that God can use you tomorrow at your school, tomorrow in your job, tonight at your family. God, God's going to show you. I'm telling you, you know, you know why I can speak that? Because you're looking at a guy right here 
that in high school would not get in a group of three people. I'd be, I'd be so bashful. I know it's a long ways from, I'm not bashful anymore. But in high school, I was scared to death to speak to people. I was scared to, to death to, to say the wrong thing. And I was shy. I was bashful. But you know what I did? I collided with the expectation line. And now I'm expecting God to do things. What do we do now? We walk with God. We listen to Jesus. Would you stand? We find His promises and His truths in the Word of God. Look, can I share something real quick? I know I'm probably over time, but I want to share something with you. When you're reading the Word of God, find a chapter, go through it, and look for the promises of God. Just open it up and look for the promise. I want you to highlight those. They're all throughout the, the, the Bible. And I want you to find that, that promise. And I want you to find out if it's a promise to you or if it's some truth that says this is what I need to become. It's just a promise. Just, just highlight it and go, God, this is a promise for me and I want to live it. They're all through the Bible. I've been doing that and I love it so much. Highlighting those promises, finding all these promises in the Word of God. And in the day we live in today, we need those promises. What do we do? We walk with God. We listen to God. Find His promises and truth in the Word of God. And then what do we do? We wait. We wait. I'm walking with God. I'm listening to the Word of God. I've heard His promises. His word is true. What do we do now? We wait. The Bible calls it to tarry. He told the disciples, go and tarry. Go tarry. Something big's on its way. But right now, I want you to go tarry. He said, I want you to tarry. Mary, I know you're going to have a baby, but Jesus is not going to be born right now. You're going to have to carry him for nine, ten months. You're going to have to wait.